Grom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Chromcast. Okay, guys. So, uh, at the cave, hijinks ensue. You rescue Furka. You get outside. Bugbears attack. Uh, You do a really good job killing them, but not such a good job with the ogre that... Uh, somehow sneaks up on y'all, but mainly it's mainly because you're fighting the bugbears and you just don't have the ability to to watch all your flanks. So so he hears the commotion, comes up, smacks y'all around. Specifically, he rips uh, Faldar in half, and y'all make a hasty retreat. Is that pretty fair to state? That's pretty fair. We followed him to his cave, which was not far from there, That's and true. we considered going in, and then I think we decided to go back to the keep. Yes. And that's where we called it. Cool. So you guys are back out to the horses, which are near the principal trail uh, that that leads you back to the keep. You guys are, you know, battered at this point. Some of you have taken some damage. Uh, there's Furka's sheet in front of you. Josh, if you guys want to work on that, that's what he has okay. at his disposal. Okay. Uh what do you do? You have enough horses for Furka. Oh man! Like everybody has a horse, and then you have one like like pony for for carrying extra gear. That's heavy. Um, you don't. Need I thought to we were heading horse. back to town. Uh, yeah, we. I think we are. What? So we spent a good chunk of the day, right? Like it's yep dim so twilight. At, uh, it's getting afternoonish. You could make it into town. If you if you pressed it, it's a okay. it's about a third to a half a day to get back to back to town. Let's let's load up as much of the the gear that we stole from the uh, the fallen orc kind and goblin kind. You didn't get much though. We didn't get much. Yeah, I mean, you basic like Furco was able to outfit himself, and you guys were looting the. Uh, the hobgoblins when the ogre set upon okay. you. So the most you were able to probably snag were a handful of of, of gold pieces. But uh, the weapons laid there, and at least Faldar, for whatever that's worth, he is, like, all of his stuff is gone. Well, I say we head back to the keep. What say you, Yotas? What, yeah. what say you, Alois? Yeah, that that that's fine. I think I think we need to get into a safe place after this this uh, unfortunate turn of events and, and gather ourselves again. 
you were able to snag sixteen gold pieces in your in your quick looting okay. of the of the bugbears and the fallen before you were set upon by the ogre. I'm not sure that's a, a good price for a Faldar, but I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, once once we get everything strapped and and okay. and packed and whatnot, we're we're out. So let's see here. So you've got a little ways to travel across land. How I forget, how's everybody doing health wise? I have some big nasty wounds. <laughs> and I'm out of uh out of magic for the yeah, day. Spells. Yeah. The the touch of Peyrood is what am I saying? I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> His touch isn't good. You're the bad touch. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is uh, Faerun feels distant. He sits in his mountain and laughs at you. Yep. Well, he's a thunder god, so I guess he, he would cloud sit on a cloud. So you guys are slipping along. Uh, Josh, go ahead and roll 1d6. Okay. That's a one. Okay. So you guys are coming along the uh, the trail, and so you're kind of at the northeastern expanse of like where you've where you've investigated so far that's kind of where the caves are uh and the the path leads south at least initially and then as you get closer to the river it cuts west back towards the keep as you get to that bend this is where you were set upon by the uh the the long-necked uh like weasel cat, right? Like yep. I can't remember what term y'all use, but the jatabi. That's this is where you were set upon by that, by that, uh, by that creature. As you guys are coming along, uh, you're you're relatively close to the to the river. You can hear it in the distance. It's not necessarily gurgling. It's more like the the ripples that are sort of you know going over the rocks and whatnot. It's a little bit louder. And up ahead, in a rel- relatively close to the, the the ambush point of the Jatabi, you see a couple uh, a couple dog like loping shapes that cross the road in front of you. Well, I'm gonna get an arrow knocked because uh, this could go south real quick. Okay, and they are they're at about sixty yards away, something like that. So that you guys see them like as you come to the to the the straightaway. Uh, perhaps they perhaps they heard you, but it looks like they're setting up a trap. And I say they because you saw at least a couple of these creatures crossing the road. And 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 they're bipedal, I assume. Yeah, yeah. These are okay. uh, these are wolf-like, hyena-like creatures, and they look to be, if not gnolls, they are gnollish. Okay. Given that you guys have fought fought this kind of of creature before just like within the past day or so you're you're you recognize what you have on your hands here okay what uh are they within error shot or anything since they would be if you could see them okay at this point yeah they've 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 gone into the 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 bits of the gorse and like the the brambles that are along the road on the north side so they're they are forest side yeah they're on the forest side there's the road and then you know not necessarily in like jumping from the road can you hit the river but within like half a minute of running you could be at the river like that kind of thing okay is it and it's it's not very densely forested on that side no it's it's, it's, it's like grassy that's right yeah it's it's more there's there's uh trees and brambles that obscure most of the the water action from from the road but it's there you can hear it and see it and to the north side of the road it's a bit more rocky and 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 I guess brambly, like like sort of tall grass and heather. 
I think let's be ready. I think, yeah, knock your arrow. I'm going to go ahead and draw my uh, mace okay. and um, maybe maybe even hop off the horse here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so would it maybe be worth it? We are on horses. Could we just try just running past them? Just kick it into a, into a charge and just go by? Maybe cut into the grass in case there's a trap in the road? You, just avoid a fight and run away. You go through first, and I'll follow you. Actually, that's maybe not a bad idea. I could draw them out. Can I bark at them? I've got. I've, I'm. I'm fully healthy. Sure. I haven't been hit yet, so I could take a whack. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> go for it, Mike. I'll follow you. I'm pretty healthy. Go, Alois. Go. Okay. Kentucky Derby time. So, so Furka and uh, Yodis are sticking back. Sticking back. Cool. Okay. What uh before before we do this um rules question, how hard is it to shoot an arrow from a running horse and turn backwards? Are you Mongol? Hard. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. Hard yeah, hard for a second level thief. Or a third okay. level thief. <laughs> just just wondering. Just wondering. I mean you can try it and I wanna keep the sense of like heroic things could happen, but you would be uh at at penalties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, I would want you to make sure you didn't fall off your horse at least while you were trying to aim, and then you would be at a negative, like a penalty to hit. Okay. Like, just to okay. make the shot. Yeah. But I mean, you know, go for it. <laughs> do it. I, I don't know to go for it. I think that, that I, 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 I like the image in my head if it works out. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking off, and so uh, John is your character following suit too. I'll. I'll edge up behind him, but I'm not gonna like follow him through. <laughs> You're edging. Oh, okay. I'll, well, you can't. He's he's going full blast. Are you going not full I'm blast? Going half blast. I'm putting okay. myself between the trap <laughs> and and my friend back here. Okay. Understood. Okay. So so you guys just just give her hell. You don't see anything like as you approach Alois. You guys were able to like they also botched their their at least their initial. Uh, uh, initiative role so you guys were able to see the trap they're trying to set so Alois you know about where they're at they're about 60 yards ahead you're galloping 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 and so you close that distance and you pass through Uh, they're going to go ahead and throw a couple javelins at you as you're passing Uh, but presumably you're at full tilt so you're not going to be able to like stop on a dime and turn and shoot so they're going to get these shots at you but they're going to it'll be hard pressed for them to to hit John, uh, as far as your character, we have Gustav, uh, or I'm sorry, it's Yodis, right? Yeah. yeah. So Yodis, Yodis, uh, you're closing the distance and getting relatively close to where the ambush point is. So you're going to get a really good vantage on where these javelins are coming out. Uh, and then as far as Gustav and, and Furka, they're, they're holding back. So they're going to see this from afar. This is going to end poorly. Nah, this is going to be <laughs> epic. Oh, no. So they, one of the javelins, chunk, catches you, Alois, as you're coming through. And you take a full six points of damage. It just nails Ouch. you, like, straight square in, like, the left shoulder. Uh, just, like, it, so you've got a javelin, like, sticking out of you. Another one whizzes and goes wide. Uh, and so that's what you see. Now, as far as how far you're, you're riding through... By the time you get your horse stopped, you are probably uh, 20, 20 paces out 
from where you were stuck uh, that's like raining up that's about where you would be able to stop uh, okay so if you wanted you could stop here but the next the next turn you could keep riding should you should you desire that okay uh, so with that said what do you do now Alois ah uh, I'm still and I'm still in javelin range uh, yeah you are yeah but they but ranged attack like that just happened so so now it is y'all's turn and movement is transpiring so if you wanted to take a missile attack you could i'm gonna try that okay okay so you're gonna look over your shoulder and uh go ahead and you can see one of these fellows that that at least like stuck you you can see two two knolls standing up and they're empty-handed, but they have a couple javelins like stuck in the ground, uh, okay. and so they just they just hurled them at you. So you can take a shot at one of them. So go ahead and roll, uh, and you know just just try to hit one of these knolls. Two. <laughs> I'm, I'm so gonna, you I'm damn say it. That that javelin hurt my shoulder. It did. Yeah. So poof, it just it just goes wide. Uh, okay. Now we are at Yodas. You you see the general location of where Alois got got stuck uh and so you know exactly where these fools are um i want to ride up to them okay i assume that that like will consume my turn yeah so you will you can get up there but you're not going to be able to uh to do anything this round okay can i ride at them and bark <laughs> yeah so so you're like right up in their face on a on a rearing horse and you're barking at them is that what you want to do try to like yeah, scare like them full off dude bro rob gronkowski man bark okay okay give us a little taste of that oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i like it okay <laughs> okay they they are uh <laughs> they're, they're yeah they are <laughs> <laughs> they grab their next set of of javelins uh what does Gustav and and Furco, what do those fellows do? Um, Gustav sees that this isn't going too well, so he's going to wait for uh, Furka. Mm-hmm. And do either of you guys want to control Furka, or do you want to leave it leave him with me? Or I think we yeah. should. I think we should stick Furka with whomever is at the location where okay. the action is. So in your case, stick with him this time around. Okay. But if he was to like go through the gauntlet. Next time we would stick them with alloys okay. or something. Um, I'll I'll PDF this thing and okay. Um, okay, so given that, I'll send Furka, and so he's on on his horse, right? Yep, he is, and he has at least a handful of javelins on him. Okay, so he's gonna ride full tilt at the the closest mm-hmm. um, of these things uh-huh. that uh, that have attacked our our friends here, and uh, he's gonna just heave that javelin right at its head. Just throw it. Okay. Try and build up momentum and sling so, that thing. So he's going to be uh, riding up and then making a ranged attack. Uh, yep. We're a little bit out of sync here, but let's go ahead and do this because it, it makes sense with, with everything else. So go ahead and roll for him. Okay. Um, if you'd... If, no, oh, no, okay. it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. It totally is fine. I'm just... I, I should have declared, okay, does anybody, like, do we want to do any more missile stuff? It's kind of my screw-up. He rolls a 14. Okay, so let me check this real quick. Oh, he hits. Okay, so go ahead and roll damage for him, so 1d6. Okay. d6 on a yep. javelin? Yep. FYI, you guys need, like, a 14 to hit. <laughs> he rolls a 6. Okay, um, cool. He, like, chunk, similar to Alois getting pegged, 
I guess at this point, Furka has the feel for these javelins. He's been using them in a couple encounters, but he just like plants one straight square in the middle. If this thing was like a uh, like a werewolf, it would, <laughs> and it was like a silver javelin, javelin, it would be like just shriveling up because he just plants it right square in the heart, and the thing falls. Nice. Yep. Yeah, that's how it's done. <laughs> and so, what is uh, Gustav gonna do? Gustav doesn't have any ranged capabilities, really, which he is learning that that may not be ideal. Um, so he has his mace, uh-huh. and but he's still on his horse. And there's also the pack horse back there, too, I would right. assume, is with you. Right. So I'm going to move. They were 60 yards, so I'm going to close half that distance yep, yep. with the pack horse uh-huh. defensively. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how you ride a horse defensively while leading another. <laughs> You're just like like can't like uh, cantering or like trotting up as opposed to the the charge kind of. Yeah, I'm being wary, down. and yeah. I want to go ahead and hitch if I can. I, I assume that the pack horse is hitched somehow to the saddle. Yeah, that makes good sense. So that's okay. we're gonna we're gonna hang back and see what we can do. Okay, and so with that. We're back to the back to the other side, and so the knoll that's there snags up a javelin, and you guys are close. Uh, you are uh, Yodas. You're like right on top of this of this this wolf man, and he just like snarls and just like throws a javelin straight at your chest. Okay. And he misses. He he shoots wide. Uh, it goes over your shoulder, and he's now standing there like just sort of hulking and is about to is about to launch on you from what it looks like but at this point we're on y'all's side so we'll go back around so alois it's t well actually i should say uh we're at movement does anybody want to move no i'm just gonna shoot okay okay. i would just like to point out that he missed because i barked at him (laughs) (laughs) okay so so no movement now missile attack so alois i assume that you want to let go with your bow Oh, seven. Okay, yeah, that misses. That shoots wide again. You've got, you've got a, a javelin sticking out of your left shoulder, so it's kind of impeding your your aim, if not <laughs> if not your the pull on that thing. Like it, like like you would expect. <laughs> it hurts. Why did we invite this guy? <laughs> he said he was a master. Why did we invite him? We don't know he's a master thief. <laughs> I don't remember. The first shot I ever showed you guys was amazing. That's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you were hidden and stuff. You shot the the pips out of a ace of spades. <laughs> Uh, Furco wants to throw his second of his three javelins okay, cool. at the same one that he hit. Yeah. <laughs> is now the time for that? Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I should give the affirmative yes. Yes. Uh, are there modifiers on? Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 14. You hit. Four damage. Okay, so you plug this other one, uh, and it is. it's still standing. He is... He is hurting though, uh, and he's at this point looking to the left and right. I mean, maybe he's got, maybe he's gone a little bit rabbit. He wants to take off and bolt, but we're not quite to that point yet. So, uh, at this point, do we have any uh, magic or hand-to-hand combat? Can I swing at him from yeah. my horse? Uh, yeah. So you you can do that. Do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do it. <laughs> With my good hand, I will swing yeah. at him. <laughs> from hell's heart i stab at him <laughs> i got a 19 that does nice. it that does it so roll what is it a d6 plus your uh plus your strength 
four plus two. Oh Six. yeah, you you slaughter this thing. You're the the, the monster slaughterer. So you you have the your axe, and you don't even you don't even get a clean cut. You kind of like you you hew this thing's neck, but at the same time, you almost just like it would be like if you were hitting something with a baseball bat, and the head sort of comes off. It just it's it's an unclean cut, but it's still uh, beheaded nonetheless. That takes me back. <laughs> and maybe it's just because the axe, you know, it cut through, but the the actual neck was thicker than the axe, so there was just a lot of like blunt force trauma needed to to separate that. A lot of werewolf blood. <laughs> a lot of wolfman blood with right in this vicinity. With my good hand, I swing at him. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, there's a little bit of the the sound of water just 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 slowly whispering over the the rocks in the river just to the south of you but it's it's pretty quiet at this point let's make like a leaf okay i'm for that okay so so you guys uh quickly hop back on your horses did anybody take damage from that nice i did i took six oh oh, that's right you did alois so you're probably at this point hurting pretty good right Five ten hit points left. Oh, okay. So you're doing. Do we do we want to like rummage through the bodies or take anything? Uh, you guys can. I mean, if you want to. I leave it to Gustav. Oh well, I mean, if you want to rummage, take like a minute because there could All be right, more I'm of gonna, these I'm things. I'm gonna check in the over them real quick. So you look over. Those... I didn't take this spear to the shoulder for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm gonna get paid. So. You get uh, three gold pieces and 11 copper pieces. All right, well. Um, and, and similarly, these, these knolls are outfitted uh, similar to the other ones. So they're, they're pretty uh, plainly dressed, but they're not wearing just like skins like the kobolds. These, these dudes have like, I guess you would call them like battle skirts. And and like a like a bandolier over their shoulder, and they're wielding javelins that are that are well made. They're actually uh, from like the keep. You can you can distinguish that they're they're human made. These aren't like stone hewn or rough hewn weapons. They're they're similar to the make and model okay. of what you've seen previously. Um, Worth will. anything on reselling, or does does Furco want them? Furco will try to recover his javelins yeah. through. So he can do that. So at this point, Furka can can load up on a half dozen javelins. Oh, I'm going to say yeah. that's about what he can carry. He's okay. he's devised sort of a strap. Uh, Furka tells you guys over your over your travels. He's a he's a shepherd of the hills. So so he's he's quite accustomed to using these types of javelins. And you know, a staff is is a welcome a welcome weapon in his arms. So so he looks right at home carrying like a whole slew of these uh these javelins over his shoulder cool so you guys are Huzzah. able you're, you're able to to make like a make like a leaf and you know get the flock out of there uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a furga joke let's get the flock out of here <laughs> the flock out of here dudes you're such a shepherd <laughs> at least we're having a good time <laughs> yeah we gotta get to the keep yeah, so you guys, it's it is getting dark, uh, and <laughs> you're riding up as the last 
the last light is is starting to go down uh, over the over the western the western spine of the mountains, uh, and you're able to get in. Like the doors are are still open. Uh, if you remember, there's Franz and Johan are the the two fellows that that are at the that are at the gates, and you can tell they're like itching to to get out of here. And so yeah, we have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to bar. So you <laughs> you said bed and he said bar. <laughs> ah, you're right. We need to go to the bar. <laughs> so the 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 two guys uh, say. Uh, you know, you just barely made it in uh, after dark. Th- the gates are closed. Well, lucky us. Lucky us. Yep. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Hey, do they do hey, they see that I'm holding my shit. entrails in? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they uh, upon closer inspection, they they ask, "Oh, are <laughs> are you guys okay? You, clearly, you've been through some shit, and you're looking pretty." pretty hammered so wasn't there a tiny man with you (laughs) (laughs) do uh they want to know do you need like medical attention uh we need we just need rest i think several days of rest okay well you know your way into the keep into the tavern and and all of that stuff and they said you know as soon as we lock up here we're going to the to the tavern ourselves the um, lucky duck. What's it called? It's the drunk duck. (laughs) It's the the the, the dabbling drake aka the drunk duck (laughs) <laughs> yes. Dude, at this point, we might as well just buy a room above it. We're here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there there is a, a pretty nice place to stay at the common, like the common uh, hotel. The you know there on on the grounds. Have, have Franz and Hans encountered Alois before? Yeah, uh, yeah. Last time we've been we came here. through. Yep. When they were they curious about him? They didn't seem to be. No, they were okay with him. I'm still kind of nervous about him. <laughs> I mean, so, we've only known each other for like three days. I, I trust him completely. <laughs> so are you guys uh, going to seek out like a, a, a space for your horses and a spot at the Traveler's Inn before you make your way to get any grubbing or anything? That's what I do. Yeah. Okay. So you're able to get to the Traveler's Inn. Duker is the older the older man that is there and sets you up. Uh if you guys are wanting sleep in the common room, that's a bit cheaper. But if you want a, a private room, that's going to cost you a little bit more. It's a one gold piece for for a private room, or in the common room, it's a silver a piece or a, a silver per person. Common room. Yeah. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Okay. So, uh, so Airbnb. Duker, <laughs> Airbnb. So Duker uh, takes your takes your money. At this point, you guys just make sure you're 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 spending your your credits, your chits, your Yep. <laughs> your bits appropriately. Yeah, are we spending this out of the common pot, or is this coming off? At all uh, the it can come in. It can come off the common pot. So that'll be. <laughs> so when you I'm guys, I'm gonna go ahead and say we're gonna be here three days. Okay, so you just want to pay up front for that then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's fine and with it's that, of course. One silver a person or two silver. A it person? is a single silver piece per person per night. Okay. So all told, six silver. For the oh nine silver for the lot of you, shit. Uh, Twelve. That's four. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there's a there's an invisible PC. Someone didn't know what how many uh, centimeters were in a meter today, so it's it's fine. <laughs> Duke, Duker's like, 
er, 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 abacus is like he's just like <laughs> like running his hands over it, and all of the little <laughs> beads are going back One, and forth. One, two, three. That's for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys pay up. Uh, at this point, you know you can you can set your belongings around. Uh, and what to now? Heal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's drink to our fallen comrade. So you guys make your way over to the to the dabbling the the dabbling duck the the dabbling Drake the the drunk duck, and at this point it's after hours. The keep has been shut down. So I mean, folks are on night watch. The guys that are that are on on the job, but at this point the day watch like they've let out. Uh, it's high time for some dinner. So you guys come in, and Barzin is the big burly bear man that's behind the bar, uh, that's 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 slinging ales and you know has hot, uh, hot stew going on and various like uh, you know like shepherd's pies and that kind of thing. And then his son, who's basically like a smaller a smaller bear. He's a like a, he's a cub. He's a cub. His name's Barzin, uh, son of Bars, and he's. He's there, you know, basically bussing tables and, and running around getting people drinks to get started. So, uh, you guys come in. There's 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 a table that will accommodate the four of you if as long as you're okay, like having your butts, like getting up a clo- against the you know a surrounding table, but you're able to squeeze in. What do you what do you guys have? Ales. <laughs> <laughs> so so Barzin Barzin disappears. He gives a quick nod. The guy goes around. He's he's seen you guys previously. You guys have interacted with both the father and the son uh, in your in your other trips, but he comes back with a handful of earthen mugs that are that are slopping over as he gets to the table and, and sets them down. He says, Looks like looks like it's been quite a trip since the last time. It was a hell of a trip. <laughs> we we you lost have no idea. We lost a comrade. He he at that, he says, "I just assumed that your uh, that the man with the coin purse was was back at the room. You mean he's no longer with you? He's no longer with us. Anywhere? Anywhere? He's in a couple of places. Well, he's gone on to meet Perun. Oh, uh, Barzin at that is uh, taken taken somewhat aback, and he said, "You should uh, you should talk with." With Corporal Bosch or or some of the other higher ups and 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 report this that it should be known that there's that there's been another another uh, another death due to the the monsters from the caves. How many deaths have there been? Uh, Barzin says, "Well, this is the the last recent death, but it's it happens periodically, and this is the kind of thing that that they need to know about. There's they likely will send out uh, a band of." Of soldiers to to explore to see if there's any any of these monsters that are roaming the hills to die at the hands of an ogre. <laughs> He's taking Barzin's back. yeah is taken even further back. He said an ogre. I I I'm talking about kobolds and goblins here. No, far far worse things dwell in the hills and mountains beyond our keep. Here. We slayed your kobolds. We drank your goblins' blood. Ooh, uh, we got knocked up by a ogre. <laughs> Barzin says, "This is this is a heinous thing indeed. I must go report this." And he's like, <laughs> really? He, he scurries. He, 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 he's like, my, "I got I got to tell my dad about this." He, <laughs> Can we place an order for food? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I so, wanted some food first. 
<laughs> I have to go. <laughs> so so you're able to catch him after he runs back to his dad, like to, to tell him that, and you're able to place your orders. Uh, I think we talked about it before, but the 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 ducks that migrate north through these lands are quite large. So the best comparison I can make here is that you get like the turkey legs from the Ren fair that that's like the standard fair. <laughs> you can get just like that as your like your lunch to go, but they do have various meat pies and stews. Uh, it's lots of, lots of, uh, root vegetables here. It's pretty cold all the mm. time. So there's, you know, uh, carrots and onions and taters of all types and squash, but it's not like you're going to be eating any, any, uh, uh, like fresh pineapple or anything here. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of hearty, hearty vegetables, right? Well, the, the carbon footprint to get fresh pineapple to these Northern lands is just, (laughs) yeah. To get from the, uh, the scenic, the scenic lands of the South, it'd be hard. It's fine. We're hardy men. That's right. We can go without pineapple for one night. Yeah, I know. I know your delicate sensibilities. You guys need your <laughs> need your pineapples and your your cantaloupes and maybe some avocado to make some guacamole or something. No mangoes. <laughs> oh man! Okay. Avocados. We need to figure out what what to do here. I guess so. I, I kind of wish we would have brought some proof back of the fact that we killed bugbears and gnolls and. We've got Everything. a handful of ears. Yeah, you did take some ears of at least the kobolds. Oh, that's right. We did you, take ears. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Um, but I'd in, like to learn more about our new companion. Okay. Hello, Furka. Hello, Furka. Uh, Faldar. Faldar is dead. Faldar is dead. Furka Furka uh, looks at the table and says, I... I'm I'm more than happy to answer answer whatever questions you have. I'm I'm a shepherd of these hills. I uh, I've lived here for quite some time. What would you like to know? Uh, do you want to join us in our? Uh, what are we now? What are we now? We don't even know what we I, are now. We, we've lost our purpose a bit. Uh, yeah. Um, but although we could go talk to the the corporal, the 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 captain of the guard, like Barzan told us, and mm-hmm. and. That seems to be the yeah. adventure hook. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe there's a uh, cash reward for every ear we bring back or some such. Maybe. Um, we could also, in memory of Faldar, find the the cave, like the treasure mine that he was hoping to find. Yeah. And then, or, or at least get stronger so we can kill the ogre and bring his shield back. That's true. Yeah, something special about that shield. Yeah. Uh, these so are- like we should find his next of kin and give it to them. Chekhov shield. <laughs> Chekhov shield. <laughs> these are all these are all important aspects of the of the story so far. I mean, not not I'm not telling you guys anything like out of school. You know you know these things. So so yeah, there are there's potentially a rich vein of like mithril in in out there in them their hills. Uh, and you have these various monsters that at least the soldiers are concerned with controlling. Uh, and you have talked with uh, Bosch. I think it's Corporal Bosch. There's he's not the the captain of the watch, but there's certainly people to talk to about those matters. You do you do feel like from the impression that Barzin gave you that that's something that should be reported. That seems I feel like, like we good. could kill a couple birds with one stone if we want to do do some or all of those things. Yeah, I think while we're here, uh, we're I paid for three days. And so that should 
allow us to heal up before we go out. And that should also allow us plenty of time to talk to whoever and figure out where to go next. So, so as you guys are hammering these things out, considering these things, your food arrives, uh, bars and brings, uh, a, a wide array of, of Turkey legs and some, some nice, uh, pork pies and some 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 meat pies and it's it's more food than you guys uh at least initially ordered and barzan said uh here eat eat uh my father says dinner's on the house y'all have had have had a rough go of it you need to to gain your strength back uh, yeah chow down and uh, Good, i wasn't gonna pay for all this <laughs> pay <laughs> so furka you were born and raised in these hills? He said, uh, no, that's not quite right. I I come from a a Kalish group that uh that were travelers, and so I came to these lands when I was a young boy, uh, but I was an orphan within the troop that I traveled with, and so I was left here for a more uh for a safer, you know, uh a safer upbringing with with some of the local Kalish folk to the south in in Coldfield. He's like a Roma. He, he very much is. Yeah, he said uh, the the tribe that I that I traveled with. Uh, what did I write on his character sheet? Part of the Ursari clan or the Ursari tribe? They uh, they they were performers, but they're kind of like. Uh, like wild men, like known for feats of strength and uh, animal tamers and shepherds are their trade, but really they, they do lead a pretty, a pretty vagrant lifestyle uh, out in the hills and traveling from town to town. And I think I mentioned this before, you guys got a sense, at least the main party before Alois joined, that the, the Kalish folk are a group that's, that's frowned upon. You know, they're not necessarily... Uh, part of the standard human civilization that's why they're here on the fringes in the north country like this is kind of funky that you would see a permanent settlement of these peoples uh but this is a place where they could actually do something like that they're kind of on the fringes of of the settled lands do you wish to return to your flock or are they gone he said uh well i my flock uh could be somewhere out in the East Hills, but I was set upon by uh, a number of orcs, and for all I know, they took they took my flock. Do you want to kill goblin kind with us? He says, "Gods, yes," and just with a with a you know a look in his eyes, it's smoldering. He's he has vengeance in his heart. Clang clang my <laughs> uh, tankard against his, then. Then by Perun will kill goblins. <laughs> he says it sounds it sounds like a deal. It sounds like y'all are in need of 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 a strong of a strong arm uh, to to hurl the javelin and swing the sword and and I can do that. Uh, he's he's with y'all. What does he want in return? Is that a fair question? I don't no, know. I think it's fine. Uh, no, oh no, that's totally fair. And you know, I'm I'm not. Uh, Furka is not totally fleshed out. I mean, I've given you the the basics of of his life history as far as a lot of what I've what I've developed here. His motivation now at this point is 
is uh, murder is is vengeance. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily have anything. I mean, he would like to check out his flock on the East Hills. He does say that. He said, "I guess I should check on check on those. They they would have been picked up by some of the other shepherds in in that area, but uh, for all I know, they could be they could be taken. It was a small herd. I mean, we're talking about you know just the double digits, a low number of sheep." I assumed he would get an equal cut of whatever we find. Sure, so yeah. that's some motivation there too. Full yeah. share, full share of the treasure. He's uh he's okay with that. Yeah, he's he is not he does not seem to be as interested in the money as so much as the you know the retribution. Well, says, I'll take his share if he doesn't want it. He says, "I really I really would like to get my crook back. So I would like to to go find those bugbears and get my shepherd's crook and my sword." Here's to killing monsters, then. <laughs> so at this point, uh, you're getting low in your cups, uh, but almost like to the moment where you're about to call for another round, Barzin shows back up with a tray, and it's sloshing over, and there's there's four more of the of the earthen mugs that are that are brimming with the brown ale that y'all have been drinking, as well as. Uh, for smaller, I'm not going to call them shot glasses, but they're like smaller earthen cups with with a reddish liquor, liquid in them. And he said, uh, again, uh, a number of the men here uh, in the bar would like to would like to buy you a drink. They know you've had uh, a hard time. We salute them with our our shots. And with <laughs> and with that, you hear like a roar, hey, you know, like it's <laughs> <Huzzah>! <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's doing the the local soldiers good to see you know that you you adventurers have heart. So you take a drink of these, uh, you take your your shots here. It's like a really really sweet, potent wine or liqueur or something. It's not uh, you've never quite tasted anything like it. It's it's not fireball. It's not uh, Carlos it's, Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> Carlo Rossi. It's uh, yeah. It's not cinnamony. It's just really sweet and and hot from the the alcohol, but not bad. So shoot that. Yep. Take a take a long drink of ale. Yar. <laughs> there was a pirate behind you. <laughs> yar. I, I give. Yar. I return his yar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so you guys are able to to sink into a to a pretty a pretty a pretty good drinking round here. You know, if you want to talk with anybody surrounding tables, you can do that, but the at this point the the balls in y'all's court. I th- I think let's let's drink and and try and get our spirits up and then Yeah. Join uh, it start some drinking songs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, live this night up. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, then get back to the Traveler's Inn and and uh, get some rest and talk you, to Bosch in the morning. Okay, yeah. So you're you can you get the sense that every night's at least a minor party here at this bar, uh, with you know the the soldiers that are here. Whenever they're off, they're on leave for a night, as far as they're concerned. So they get their <laughs> they get their drink on. You know, lots of meat, lots of lots of potatoes. Lots of beer here at the at the keep, so that's what they're into. Uh, so you guys are able to to really get a good a good night's rest from the the alcohol that you consume, and your body's being <laughs> tired. By the time you retire, it's no no problem. As soon as your heads hit 
hit the the rucksack, the pillow that you have, you're you're out. And so uh, I assume you're not waking up at any certain time. So by the time you roll around in the morning, it's mid morning. You've got a little bit of a like dragon's breath. It's bleh, maybe a little bit too much pipe smoke and too many of those 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 liquor shots. Uh, but you're you're none the worse for wear. In fact, you're you're more sore than than with headache. 